When global CEOs are surveyed about their biggest concerns, strategy execution tops the list ahead of innovation, geopolitical instability, and top-line growth. It's no wonder we wrestle with execution. Several common beliefs about it are just plain wrong. Let's look at five of the most damaging myths that lead organizations to waste time and resources on the wrong issues, while ignoring the things that really matter. Here's the first myth. When execution falters, managers tend to assume there's a problem with alignment, the processes linking strategy to action up and down the hierarchy. But in most companies, alignment isn't broken, and misguided efforts to fix it make matters worse. As managers track more and more metrics and demand progress meeting after progress meeting, employees start to feel micromanaged. That stifles creativity and collaboration, putting even more of a drag on execution. Managers then press harder on alignment. It's a classic downward spiral. If alignment isn't the problem, what is? It's a failure to coordinate across the business. Only half of managers say they can count on colleagues in other functions and units to keep commitments. Managers compensate with a host of dysfunctional behaviours, such as letting promises to customers slip. To get better at execution, we need better systems for managing across the organisation. The second myth is that good execution means always sticking to the plan. Organisations spend huge amounts of time and energy mapping out who should do what and with what resources, but they can't anticipate every event. In volatile markets, managers and employees need to be agile, and that's not easy. Sometimes, people move too slowly to seize opportunities or head off threats. Other times, they react quickly, but lose sight of company strategy. The key to solving this problem is to keep reallocating resources. Dividing up funds, people and managerial attention isn't a one-time decision. If we make adjustments as needs change, we'll be quicker to kill failing initiatives and we'll do better at shifting people across units to support strategic priorities. A word of warning though, being agile doesn't mean chasing every opportunity. Strategic focus is key. Without it, resources go to the wrong projects and key initiatives don't get what they need to win big. Now, let's turn to the third myth, the idea that everyone will get your strategy if you talk about it enough. Here's a sobering statistic. Just half of C-suite executives say they have a good sense of how their company's strategic priorities fit together. And matters are even worse further down the chain. When communications reach team leaders and frontline supervisors, only 16% feel they have a good grasp of how priorities fit together. Part of the problem is that leaders focus on the quantity of messages, the number of emails, meetings, and so on. They add to the confusion by changing their messages and diluting them with peripheral concerns. Consider what happened at one tech company's annual offsite. Senior leaders went to great pains to communicate the company's strategy to the managers in attendance, but they introduced 11 corporate priorities in addition to strategic objectives, a list of core competencies, a set of corporate values, and 21 new strategic terms. Not surprisingly, the managers were baffled about what mattered. Instead of worrying about the amount of communication, leaders should focus on helping people grasp what they're saying. They need to lead discussions throughout the organization about what the strategy is and what it means for managers and their teams. They'll head off a lot of misunderstanding if they stick with the core messages and keep them simple and consistent.
often less is more. This brings us to myth number four. When execution fails, many leaders think a weak performance culture is to blame, but most companies are good at rewarding employees who hit their numbers. If anything, they focus too much on performance, which makes people play it safe. Employees make conservative commitments, favour surefire cost-cutting over risky growth, and milk existing businesses rather than try new models. All these behaviours undermine execution. Organisations need to look beyond hitting the numbers. They need to reward behaviours that support execution, such as ambition, agility, experimentation and collaboration. If performance comes at the expense of these skills, it's counterproductive. The final myth about execution is that it should be driven from the top. That's a problem because it doesn't encourage middle managers to develop their decision-making skills, show initiative, or own their results. In a top-down culture, they're more inclined to escalate conflicts than to resolve them, so they may lose the ability to work things out with colleagues in other units. Take this example from Larry Bossidy. As the CEO of Allied Signal, he personally monitored the performance of managers several levels below him. He was the stereotypical heroic leader, driving execution himself. This approach can work, but only for a while. As long as Bossidy was at the helm, Allied Signal's stock outperformed the market, but when he retired, the stock fell. Consider the many decisions and actions that are crucial to execution. They often involve hard trade-offs. For example, syncing up with colleagues in another unit might slow a team down, or screening customer requests against strategy might mean turning away business. The leaders closest to the situation are the ones best qualified to make these tough calls. Execution should be driven from the middle, with guidance from the top. Senior leaders can help by modelling teamwork and adding systems to facilitate coordination. If our beliefs about execution are flawed and lead to destructive patterns, what needs to change? The starting point is to redefine execution. Let's view it as seizing strategic opportunities while coordinating across the company and adjusting as needed. Framing execution this way can help us avoid pitfalls, like rewarding performance alone and failing to adapt. And we'll get better at what really makes a difference. Coordination, agility, and reallocating resources to our biggest strategic bets. <laughs>